Erica, can you hear me? Did I make it on? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your love. Walk with me, God. We magnify your glory, God. We can't breathe without you, God. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, Lord. Phones are disappearing. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We got a bad connection on the prayer. Yes, Lady Atanda Rubosata. God Rubosate Asate. Yes, Rubosanda Rose de Atanda. God Yate. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. This is the day that. You have made, we shall rejoice and be glad in it. In the name of Jesus, God, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to move not by might nor by power, but by your Holy Spirit tonight. We thank you, O Father, for our coming together. We thank you, Lord, hallelujah, that you will be ministering to us tonight, God. Hallelujah. 
In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Lord. Hallelujah for uh, the completed work of the cross. We thank you for the blood that was shed on Calvary. We thank you, Lord, that you have protected our families. Hallelujah. <clears throat> and friends and associates and ministers, God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah for your Holy Ghost filled ministers that's holding up the blood stained banner. Oh, God, who that does not compromise your word, God, that's standing. God, when they've done all I do to stand and yet standing therefore with the whole armor of God on, Lord, understanding that we fight not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness and high places and rulers of darkness of this world. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we're asking you to bless all the listeners that is, hallelujah, calling in as well as bless God, hallelujah, uh, <clears throat> listening in. Hallelujah, um, by our, our podcast as well as our radio station. Um, we thank you for ELR, Prophetic Shift. God, we ask you to bless it, exceeding abundantly above all them which you can ask a thank, as well as Royal Priesthood, Holy Nation, uh, RPHN Radio Broadcasting Network. And God, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to bless everything and all the listeners, God. Hallelujah, enlarge our territories, God. We trust you, we believe you, God. And we ask you, God, in the name of Jesus, to bless everyone under the sound of my voice. We ask you in the name of Jesus, Lord, to uh, send out a word, Lord, that will uplift their spirit, Lord, to, to bless them to focus on you, God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, to return the fear of the Lord in their heart and to respect the honor and the glory of the Lord that is due to you in the name of Jesus, Lord. Bless us all with an obedient spirit, God. There's many folks that profess to be Christians, Lord, and is yet not obedient to your will. God, your word said, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Not apostate's will and nobody else on this planet will, but your will be done. God, hallelujah, we thank you, Lord, that you destroy the tradition of men. Hallelujah, in your true churches, God. And we thank you, Lord. <clears throat> that you're empowering us, Lord, to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing by enemy shall harm us. We thank you, Lord, that these signs follow those that believe they cast out devils, speak with new tongues, take up serpents, they drink any deadly thing, they, they shall not harm them, they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. God, we thank you, Lord. Your word doesn't return to your void. We thank you for the baptism of your Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, uh, uh, for leading us and guiding us to all truth. We thank you for being drawn by your Holy Spirit because we were all wretched and undone. But you saved us, Lord, reconciled us back to God, redeeming us from the curse of the law of sin and death, God. And, Lord, all the listeners that are out there, Lord, that are listening to us by the radio station or our, our podcast, Lord, we ask you in the name of Jesus to bless them exceeding abundantly above all things what they can ask or think. God, hallelujah, to empower them, to protect their homes in the spirit. God, we ask you to touch the men. Oh, God, bless the men to be leaders, God, of their household, not dictators, but leaders to lead by example of your Holy Spirit. Let the men heart turn back to the children and the children heart back to the fathers. Yes, just like your word said, you will come. Hallelujah, and smite the land with a curse, God, hallelujah, and that has happened, Lord, 
And, Lord, we ask you in the name of Jesus, Lord, we repent for the men for not being on their post, even in the church house, God, even as leaders, as apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, bishops. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we repent. We stand in the gap and repent for our leaders, God, from the leaders in the White House, God, Congress, God, the men. The men need to stand up, hallelujah, and and, and, and take charge uh, um, uh, by your Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus, Lord. And we thank you for our sisters who kept in the doors of the church open because men wouldn't own their posts. We thank you, Lord, hallelujah, for our sisters that financed the building to keep in the sanctuary open. God, we thank you, Lord, hallelujah, for what men we, that are saved now, God, hallelujah, they wouldn't be saved if it wasn't for the sisters keeping the church doors open. God, we thank you for our sisters. In the name of Jesus, great intercessors, great ministers of the Lord, hallelujah, strong apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, bishops, and elders, and overseers. We thank you for our sisters that, hallelujah, stood up, God, and held their head up high and proclaiming the gospel, Lord. Those that are true, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. Now, Lord, hallelujah, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. In the name and by the blood of Jesus, amen and amen. Hello, everyone. I want to welcome you to, um, amen, Apostolic Alignment and ELR Prophetic Shift. Hallelujah. And uh, our CEO and the producer um, is, bless God, um, my daughter in the Lord, amen, Apostle Erica Robertson. I thank God for this opportunity um, to minister to you concerning uh, apostolic alignment, apostolic alignment. Uh, so much has been out of order throughout the years, and uh, the people of God to get back in line with God. It's not an easy thing because we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, spiritual wickedness in high places and rulers of darkness of this world. But we still have to have a made-up mind to stand when we've done all that do to stand. We yet have to stand therefore. Amen. Hallelujah. We yet have to stand therefore. And God is tired of the tradition of men. Hallelujah. God is tired of the tradition of men. Hallelujah. He really is. Thank you, Jesus. Well, <clears throat> oh, my God, my phone is acting crazy. I'm sorry. He had acted crazy. Can y'all hear me now? Let's uh, somebody say amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. But anyway, um, uh, bless you, Jesus. Someone is trying to get on and they can't. All right. Back to what I was saying, and I was just trying to help out a believer that's trying to come on live with us. Amen. Um, 
as I was saying, is that God is tired of our tradition. There's too much tradition in the church. Amen. And it's making God's word of none effect because we have too much tradition in the church. Um, let us turn to Matthew. Amen. Um, the 15th chapter, starting at the 10th verse, if you have your Bibles. Amen. And it reads as follows. And he called the multitude and said unto them, Here, yes, here, uh, yes, here and, uh, here and understand, not that which goeth into the mouth defileth the man, but that which cometh out of the mouth, this defiles the man. Better yet, let me back up. I want to start from the first verse. And the scribes and Jesus, I mean, and Jesus and the scribes, uh, uh, then came to Jesus' scribes and Pharisees, which were of Jerusalem, saying, Why do thy disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. And he answered and said unto them, Why do ye transgress the commandments of God with your tradition? For God commanded, saying, under thy father and thy mother, and he that curses his father or mother, let him die the death. But he say, says, but ye says, whosoever shall say to this to his father or his mother, it is a gift. By whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me, and honoreth not his father or his mother, he shall be free. Thus. Have ye made the commandments of God of none effect by your tradition? Ye hypocrites, well did Isaiah uh, prophesy of you, saying, This people draws nigh to me with their mouth and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart, but their heart, but their heart, but their heart is far from me. But in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrine the commandments of men. Teaching for doctrine the commandments of men. Teaching for doctrine the commandments of men. Oh, my God. Jesus had to dealt with these, and I'm going to call the Pharisees. I'm going to bring it up to date. Uh, some of these. Fake apostles, fake prophets, fake uh, 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 um, evangelists, fake pastors, fake teachers, fake bishops, elders, and the overseers. He had to deal with them because of the tradition of men. So my text is going to be, God is tired of the of your tradition and the tradition of your prophetical utterances. Tired of your tradition, the tradition of men, and the tradition of your prophetic utterances. Amen, somebody. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I'm asking that the Holy Spirit possess me, that I may be able to minister your word with power and clarity. Let the seed of your word dwell in the deep rich soul of your people's spirit. Let it revelate to their soul, their mind, their intellect, their reasoning, decision, and free will to the point that it overflows in the physical earthly realm, that men may not only believe but know without a shadow of a doubt that you are God, 
and that you are God alone, and that you sent your only begotten son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who hung, bled, and died on the cross, hallelujah, and rose again for our justification, redeeming us from the curse of the law of sin and death. And sending back your precious Holy Spirit to empower us to be witnesses of the Lord Jesus Christ, to preach this gospel, hallelujah, and, and that miracle, signs, wonders, divine healing may uh, be done in the name of your holy child, Jesus, hallelujah, Yeshua, Hamashiach. Now let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, in the name and by the blood of Christ Jesus, I pray and let the body of Christ say amen and amen. God is tired of the tradition of men and the traditions of your fake prophecies. I'm not talking to the real believers. I'm talking to the fake tonight. But the real believers can learn a lesson. Because it's the gospel. Amen, somebody. Hallelujah. Jesus had to deal with some uh, with these Pharisees. You see, some Pharisees um, invalidated the commandments of God for their sake of their traditions and the idea of people. Um, believers today must be on the alert that they do not. Uh, uh, nullify the word of God because of tradition, uh, popular ideas, or uh, pre- uh, uh, present-day cultural norms. Uh, to do so is to fall into this sin of the Pharisees and the Jewish leaders of that day. Hmm. To do so is to fall. And this is what had happened. That's why you don't see the power of God manifesting because there has been a fall in the doctrine. The doctrine is still true. You know, his word doesn't come back void. But the heart of the men, they worship me with their mouth, but their heart is far from me. They worship, they they say hallelujah like any other person. And they could sing like mockingbirds and they can hoop real good, but their heart, the fruit of their spirit is not aligned with the word of God. We have to understand that we cannot afford to allow the tradition of men to defile us, to defile our worship, to defile our faith. Dilute, polluted, and prostituted. We cannot deceive ourselves any longer because when God is, is in the midst, you, know, you can't help but know it. Things begin to happen. And all throughout the Bible, when God was in the midst, something happened. Not just a bunch of hooping and hollering, speaking in tongues, running around the church, rolling on the floor like Lassie or Rover. Something had happened. But the tradition, you got to clap your hands this way. You got to run that way. You got to hikamahaka that way. You got to uh, uh, do it like I do it. Otherwise, you ain't saved. You got to be this denomination or you not saved. You got to be that denomination or you're not saved. You're not the real thing. Well, you can make yours. This one, did you tell God to sit down and you got this? 
We need to humble ourselves before the Lord, my brothers and my sisters. We need to bow down and repent, especially leadership, because we've been raising an unprepared church. Out or a man, I don't care. I have to tell you the truth because I love you. I've been watching too long. I've been observing too long. I said in every denomination, watching the administration, how they teach, how they preach, what goes on, and, and, and I'm looking for the Bible. I'm looking for the doctrine of the Lord Jesus Christ. Not hype. But the doctrine, where's the miracle signs and wonders? This is supposed to be the common thing in the church. But the only thing we get now is a hoop and a holler, a hikamasaka, and a prophetical utterance. The rest of the gifts, you know, God is just evidently too weak. No, it is you. It is not God. It is you. These signs shall follow them that believe. Somewhere, somebody is not believing for the rest, but they can believe they'll give a prophetic ordinance. They can believe for that $100 line, $5,000 line, $2,000 line, $50 line, $30 line. I see them go down to 25 You can believe for that. But you can't believe for nobody, uh, a soul to be saved. I, I just see the majority of you not taking us through the repented pe- the prayer. You don't see folks getting as baptized as they used to as much. God's word did not change. We have. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he's tired of the tradition of men. Amen, somebody. The heart is far from me. The heart. The Pharisees and the scribes were guilty of the sin of 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 of, of legalism. Yeah. They didn't obey the law out of faith and love. They just obeyed out of duty, thinking that that would please God. The legalist uh, substituted outward acts or words for proper inner attitudes that come from being born of God and his spirit, my God. And, and, and not only that, such people honor God with their lips while their heart is far from them. They appear outwardly righteous, but inwardly have no real love for God, no real love for man, but... <laughs> For themselves, legalism does not mean the mere existence of law, regulations, or rules within the Christian community. Rather, it's based to do with motives, motives, the motives, the motives, by which the Christian approaches God's will as expressed in his word. Many motives motives uh, for keeping uh, the commandments or rules that does not uh, uh, stem from a living faith in Christ. The 
regenerating power of the Holy Spirit and the sincere desire to obey and please God. Thank you, Jesus. Now, the motives, the motives, the motives. Hallelujah, the motives. The motives by which the Christian approaches God's will as expressed in his word. Any motives for keeping commandments or rules that does not stem from a living faith in Christ the regenerating power of the Holy Spirit and the sincere desire to obey and please him, hallelujah, will turn into legalism, which is tradition, law without grace, law without faith, the law without love. Love is the law, and faith is the way. And obedience keeps you sane. We have to have an intimate relationship with God. He's a person, not a religion. Jesus is a real-life person who really came in the flesh, that really walked this land, really was born of a virgin, and he walked this land. He's really the son of God. He was all God and he was all man. And he's able to identify with our infirmities. And he died for our sins. He's taking the punishment of our sins upon him. We was on his mind when he went to the cross. We was on his mind when they beat his back. We was on his mind when they crowned him with thorns. We was on his mind when they pierced his hands and his feet. We was on his mind uh, 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 when he was lifted up high. And we was on his mind when he died and went into hell and taking the keys of death, hell, and the grave from the enemy and rose again with all power in his hands. We follow the tradition of man so much that it's sickening. It is sickening. Suppose in the olden days when Moses had delivered the children of Israel and he held his stick over the waters, and we know the story how the Red Sea divided, they walked across on dry land. When Joshua came into power after Moses had died, suppose he said, no, uh, we're at the Jordan River. I need, to, I need to hold a stick over the water. God didn't tell him to do that that he would have been following the tradition of man if he did. Even though God had anointed Moses to hold the stick over the water, he didn't tell Joshua to hold the stick over the water. He told Joshua to tell the priest to put their feet in the water. And he did. And when the priest put their feet in the water, they walked on dry ground. Moses, they walked on dry ground. Now here it is, Joshua you know, tell the priest to put their feet in the water, and they walked on dry ground. Now, two dry grounds right there. Then Elijah and Elisha was walking and talking. When Elijah was going to be taken away, 
by the Lord. And he's taking his mantle and he slapped the same river, Jordan River, pop, pop. And the water was troubled and it divided to the right and to the left, just like the Red Sea. And they both walked across on what? Dry ground. Three different ways. Same result. We know it's not God when the prophet is not pointing you back to God. Many of you don't understand the gift of prophecy. And by their tradition, they hold these money lines. By their tradition, uh, they tell you the same old thing. You're going to be a millionaire. You're going to have a big house. But, but nobody exposing the fornication and the adultery. Nobody is exposing the backbiting and the slandering of your brothers and pointing you to God. God's going to deal with you first where you're at. Just like Jeremiah. God just wanted the church to repent. Israel, that's all he wanted to do. Judah, just repent. Full of pride and wouldn't repent. It's the goodness of God that leads all men to repentance. But no prophet is pointing nobody to repent in these last and evil days. Therefore, God not in it. I don't care if you're preaching the word of God, but is God in that word? You, are you preaching the letter or are you preaching the gospel? Are you preaching the letter or are you preaching by the spirit? Because the letter killeth. It's the spirit that makes one alive. You can hoop and holler the letter all you want to. And if there's no transformation, it's not God. Not everybody is hard-headed against the word. Not everybody is rejecting the word. People want the word. People come to church to get the word, to be saved and sanctified, not deceived, to believe that they are saved and are not, to believe that they're going to be a millionaire and they are not, to believe that they're going to own a business and they are not. It has to be a confirmed word that comes to you if it's going to be a prophecy. In the Old Testament, prophecy was more uh, uh, directional. But in the New Testament, prophecy is more confirmational. Uh, I hope y'all caught that. God going to tell you first, or it's a lifestyle that you're already walking. And God confirms the lifestyle that you are in. And then he'll prophesy where you're going. Uh-huh. He's not going to tell you that, oh, you've been abused all the time. He's going to tell you what you must do to correct it. He's going to deal with you first so he, that he can teach you how to come out the abuse. Where's the solution? A true prophet like Joseph Mm-hmm. When he was in Egypt, the king had a dream. Huh. Seven good years, fat cows, 
seven bad years of lean cows, looking like skeletons, and they ate up the good cows. Seven good years of good corn, seven bad years of bad corn, and they ate up the good corn. And Joseph was able to interpret the dream. But he wasn't only able to interpret the dream, he gave the prophetical utterance. Not only did he have the prophetical utterance, he had the prophetical solution. Where's the solution? It's not just pointed to God. It's something that we have to partnership and do here in the earth realm. He put up a fifth part of the corn and the wheat and stuff like that. He put up a fifth part. It was a solution. Where's the solution? Not height. We have to be in partnership and do something to save our nation, our church, our family. Where's the partnership? Not just collecting money and letting folks go hungry. We are a distribution center. Remember, they laid the money down at the apostle feet. Distribution was made, none went lacking. There's too much lacking in land because the body of Christ won't take their stand. The homosexuals take their stand. Yeah, I said it. And they passed the laws. Now they're trying to force all of our kids to not to even have a gender. They don't even want to put on the birth certificates no more. Let them choose their gender. The devil is a buck-tooth lie. If you're born with the anatomy I have, that's a man-child, and he's going to be a man. And if, if, if my daughters have what a, what a woman have, and they're going to be women. Period. Whether the government like it or you like it. I dare to come up to me talking about my, my daughter talking about, yeah, what's up, Pop? They get Pop with some blessed all in my hand because I'm casting it out. I'm going to deal with them where they are. And that's what true leaders do out of love. Not to whisper and talk about them and slam them, talking about they no good, uh, Listen here. Time for us to take our authority back, to take dominion in the spirit and in the earth. The earth was not made for Satan and his imps, but he's controlling it because the people of God won't take their stand. That's why we see what's going to happen in the book of Revelation. We're here. Revelation not common. We are in Revelation. Winds are beginning of sorrow. One thing didn't happen yet is the rapture and the mark of the beast. And they sure enough working on that big time. Amen, somebody. To understand prophecy, real prophecy. I'm not talking about these bootleg prophets, prophet lying, all this stuff, just because you got money in your hand. Real prophecy is, is like this here. Prophecy is an inspired utterance by a believer. It is usually a spontaneous statement, either short or long. The word do not come out of something that a person has uh, learned, 
study or even knows about you or anybody else. Mm-hmm. It is an inspiration, a flash of intuition from God's Holy Spirit himself. Uh, the, the, the gift of prophecy usually comes at a time when you or someone else is facing something critical or strenuous, or, and apparently there is there isn't anything that will meet that need. And you are dependent on some special word from the Lord that will be meaningful to you. Uh, the, the, uh, the purpose of the gift of prophecy, hallelujah, is also given in 1 Corinthians 14 and 3. He that prophesies speaketh unto men for what? Tation, exhortation, and to comfort. Edification, exhortation, and to comfort. You didn't say nothing about a house and a car. Edification, exhortation, and comfort. You didn't say nothing about being a millionaire. Edification, exhortation, and to comfort. That's what prophecy is for. First, prophecy is given to strengthen your inner man to lift or to build you up spiritually. Secondly, it is it, 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 it is given to exhort or to urge. Uh, a special word may be given that will urge you or others to get closer to God, to obey him, or to be strong in a crisis or temptation. Thirdly, prophecy is to comfort them. Hallelujah. In this age of tension and anxiety, how important it is at times to receive a word from the Lord in prophecy that has the effect of calming our hearts. In some situation, God chooses to reveal something in the future. But most of the time, prophecy confirms more than it directs in the New Testament age. It, it usually Terms the direction that God has already begun in your life. This is why it is important to understand that prophecy has to be confirmed in your heart by God himself and also be confirmed by one or more believers. You got to match your lifestyle. Hmm. You got to match who God has already made you. Double confirmation is necessary when the gift of prophecy is exercised. A lot of folks try to run off uh, uh, and, 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 and without a confirmation, they get, they get a word, get all excited, and, and they give all their money away. It's not even a confirmed word. And once they know your name, they tell all the other preachers, yeah, go to, go, go, go to Janie Davidson. Boy, yeah, she, boy, uh, she, she, she gives some money. I told her this, 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 this. They got a plan. Who's Janie Davidson? Who did, I hear the name Janie Davidson. Never been there, but they got the information already. Yeah, I call out names too. You know, don't, don't, don't get it twisted now. They can't call your name out. True prophet can call your name out. Because I do. You know, the Lord bless me. He reveals to me people's names that I don't know. 
but some is actors. They'll type it out, email it in. They know who to call when they go to that church because they already been there. And let me tell you, boy, and they clean up following the tradition of men. Following the tradition of men. Find it in the Bible about having a $100 line, $1,000 line, shekel line, the nori line. You're not going to find it. Following the tradition of men, God set it up to pay your tithes and to give your offering. But they feel like God is too weak to touch men's hearts to give. Folks ain't giving. Well, who are you trusting? The folk of God. No wonder he allowed it to be shut down by man coming against the church. You won't believe him for his word in, in, in providing for it. How else you going to believe him for anything else? That's why you're not seeing the miracles, the signs, the wonders, the blinded eyes, dead folks raised, come back to life. That's why you're not seeing folks in your congregation being, uh, 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 being snatched out of wheelchairs. That's why you're not seeing cancer and AIDS, uh, coronavirus being healed in your congregation. Church folks are dying. Where is God? Where is the miracle crusades that was going on? Where are they at now? God is tired of y'all traditions, having a form of godliness and denying the power. Where are they now? And they're still creeping out with these little prophetical utterance. God wants the other eight to come out. And he depended on you to do it. Jesus paid a horrific price to empower you with his Holy Spirit. But you have to understand it's the gift of the Spirit, not the gift of you. Christ is the prophet through you. The Holy Ghost is through you. Uh huh. He's the healer through you. He is the word of wisdom through you. It says the gift of the Spirit. I did not read not one verse that says the gift of Rodney Tate. The gift of miracles through you. He needs a vessel to operate his stuff. He's the one that's doing it. When I give a prophetical utterance, I'm not giving a prophetical utterance. It's the Holy Ghost through me that is. When the Lord had me to lay hands to heal the sick or pull somebody out of a wheelchair or call somebody back to life, it is he, the Holy Ghost, that is doing those things. I'm just being possessed by God's Holy Spirit. Like demons possess folks to do wickedness and trickery and to deceive, God possesses me to live holy, to minister his gospel, to don't compromise it. Even if I'm hated by others, slandered by others, I still stand. He graced me like that. Not to get caught up in the tradition of man, but to look at the word and look at the lifestyle, following the crowd. 
the majority is not always right. If the majority was always right, they would have never stoned the prophets and kept them that were sent to them. If the stone was, if the majority was always right, they wouldn't have thrown Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego into the dog on fiery furnace or throw Daniel in the lion's den. If the majority was always right, they wouldn't have crucified our Savior. If the majority was always right, they wouldn't have persecuted the apostles after the death, burial, and the resurrection of the Lord. Amen. And, and crucified Peter upside down and thrown John in a, a, a pot of oil and since he wouldn't die because they used to boil the saints back then as well and they put him on an Isle of Patmos. If the, uh, if the majority was always right, they wouldn't have uh, saw, saw, uh, saw Paul asunder. The majority not always right. You better, you better get in that word. Study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth and stop following those traditions. Lay out on your face, push back the plate, and quit following those traditions of men. They're leading you to hell while you hickamahawking, leading you to hell while you're dancing and running through the church, leading you to hell. Spies in the pulpit, witches and warlocks in the pulpit. Because rebellion is that's the sin of witchcraft. Rebellious folks, you know, preachers having a wife and a girlfriend, wife and a boyfriend. Vice versa with the women, a husband and a boyfriend and a husband and a girlfriend. Because you don't recognize lifestyle from the tradition, the lifestyle of holiness. Because you, you, you're dependent on the preacher to do all the studying for you. The Bible says work out your own soul salvation. Be anointed enough to know who you're sitting under. Quit sitting under foolishness. If one thing they can do is prophesy how rich you're going to be, how much money you're going to have, and all this prosperity stuff, and they haven't dealt with the sin that you know that you are in, run for your lives and go to a real church. Do yourself a favor and leave them folks alone because it's the tradition of men. Yeah, they preach the good word, brotherhood, and, and, and all this other stuff up in there that lines up with the word, but they're not giving you the bottom line. Where the rubber meets the road. They want you to keep tiptoeing and flying through the clouds. They don't want you to go, uh, they don't want to take you where the rubber meets the road. Because their motives aren't right. They want that collect a good $5,000 in a night and, in a night or 10000 in a night and do that 50-50 split in the back office while your children are going hungry, while your utilities going out, while you can't even um, uh, pay your rent and, they change, and they're giving the pastor law that you're going to have to pay that money back or they're going to evict your tail now. Where's that million dollars that they prophesied to you and you about ready to get evicted? Hmm. Good question, huh? Depending on what a man said, instead of trying to line up your lifestyle with the word. 
seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all those things is automatically added to you. You didn't have to get in the line to get those things. All you have to do is seek ye first the kingdom of God and God's ways of doing things. But no, you want to run to a man. Oh, prophet so-and-so coming in. Apostle so-and-so coming in. Oh, ooh, that evangelist, let me tell you. Oh, pastor so-and-so. Oh, that bishop boy, let me tell you. Oh, elder so-and-so. Oh, overseer man, let me tell you. Now, once you saw God, I seek God for who I can even pray with. Because if I need prayer, I want to know who's going to have uh, the anointing to pray with me, not who I think is anointed. Sometimes I can't even go to my spiritual dead. My, the Lord might lead me to pray with someone else. And there's times that I pray with my spiritual dad. And it's not because he's not qualified to pray for me. He prays for me all the time. But I wasn't sent to him for that. He have to order my steps of who I can pray with concerning certain matters. God, who do you want me to pray with? I come in agreement with Jesus first, and then Jesus ordered my steps. So I could come in agreement with man and the right man. So I won't be following all these foolish traditions in the church. You know how bad tradition is? You know when they, how they're going to open up the, uh, the, uh, the church doors? You know how they're going to uh, start the prayer? You know, in the A and B selection, the offering? And, and, you know, they don't have testimony service no more. They don't kick that out. They don't want nobody to deliver and to overcome. You know, that's why they kicked it out. Because we over, overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony, so they kick that out. But anyway, a B selection, and then and then the announcement, and then another song. Then the preacher get up. You know exactly when the pastor is going to hoop, start hooping and hollering. You know, and then they already had a general tithing offering. Now here comes the big book. Now they want to have a prophetic line. You already know how it is. It's the same old thing Sunday in, Sunday out. When God said, behold, I do a new thing, and he gave you the unit of time that he's doing it in. Now shall it spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Now is the day of salvation. Now it's the... Uh, 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 Oh, my God. Now, now. It's not tomorrow. It's now. This moment at the stick of the clock. Now, faith. Now, that's the unit of time. God is tired of your tradition and the tradition of your prophecy. It's time to line it up with the word. I'm almost done. How much time do I have? Can you somebody tell me? Hallelujah. I want to be on time. Hallelujah. An hour, an hour and two minutes. 
Okay, I'll be done way before then. We have to understand, saints of God, that prophecy, hallelujah, prophecy have to have to be a confirmation. Prophecy is a spiritual manifestation. Prophecy is uh, potentially available to every believer filled with God's Holy Spirit. Uh, Prophecy is a gift that enables a believer to bring a word or revelation directly from God under the impulse of God's Holy Spirit. It is not it is not the delivery of a previous prepared sermon. No, 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 no. It is both the Old Testament and in both the Old Testament and in the New Testament. Prophecy is not prim- primarily foretelling the future, but proclaiming the will of the heart of God and exhorting God's people to righteousness, faithfulness, endurance, and encouragement. Prophecy. Prophecy. Uh The message may expose the condition of a person's heart uh, or offer edification, exhortation, or comfort, warning, and even judgment. We want to stay away from that. What do you think Jeremiah was doing, Prophet Jeremiah? Repent, or here come the Chaldeans. Babylon going to come in here and going to wipe this place out. He gave them the solution first before he gave them the judgment. The solution was to repent. For your idolatry, your adultery, your murders, for your for defrauding, for deceiving. And they wouldn't do it. They simply would not do it. Then judgment came. They put the man in prison. He was the weeping prophet. They mishandled him. <clears throat> they had some fake prophets then. And Micah talks about a lying spirit that he had released amongst them because they refused to, to adhere to the truth of God's holy word. The message may expose the condition of a person's heart or offer edification, exhortation, comfort, warning, and judgment. The church must not receive such prophecy as an infallible message, for many false prophets will enter the church. First John told us that, therefore, all prophecy must be tested as to its genuineness and truth, spirit of the prophets is subjected to the prophets. The gift of discerning of spirit. What happened to that? The gift of discerning of spirit. Not people of spirit. Whether if it's God's spirit talking to you or Satan's spirit trying to deceive you. The Holy Ghost will not leave you ignorant. You leave yourself ignorant. 
He was non-superior. He's your father. He's not a deadbeat dad. God is your father and, and so in love with you. So in love with you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So in love. So in, so in love, oh my God, he's so in love with you. Got to be tested. Got to be tested. Whether, uh, by whether uh, they're confirmed, how do they, that is the confirmed word of the Lord, or whether they promote uh, godly living. You got to be confirmed. And by whether they are uttered by one who is sincerely living under the lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, how do they have to be confirmed? Prophecies operates under the will of God's Holy Spirit and not the will of man. Uh, not the will of man. For he uh, operates them severally as he will. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 12 and 11. He operates them severally as he will, not Rodney will. Uh, he did not read that Rodney operates them severally as he will. Uh, the Bible said that uh, the Holy Spirit operates them severally as he will. But many of y'all operating as you will. And I know sugar from dung. One prophet got up there one time in church. I was sitting there, just quietly. I know I can prophesy. I. The I is in the middle of the word lie, L-I-E, and he was a fake prophet. And lie is in the middle of the believe, in the word believe, B-E-L-I-E-B-E. He believes in his own lie because he's yet using the word I. Not God doing it. Not God going to have a prophetical utterance. Not God is going to heal and deliver. Ah, 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 ah. Sound like Satan. Ah, would be like the most high. I would sit up my throne. Ah, like a lot of these preachers, them eyes full of lies. And they're saying that they believe in their own lie because they're yet using I. Ah, God is tired of the tradition in his church. This time that he might want to heal, deliver, set folks free in Sunday school. He may not want all that uh, order that we done set up. We done schedule God out the church. How we got everything scheduled up to the preacher and to the, to the benediction. Sometimes Jesus healed and delivered before he taught. Sometimes he taught before he healed and delivered. And sometimes there wasn't even a message. He just started healing and delivering and, and setting folks free. Quit scheduling God out the church with your tradition. Prophecies operate under the will of God's Holy Spirit and not of man. The New Testament never indicates that the, the church 
actively sought revelation or direction from those who claim they are prophets. Prophecy was given to the church only when God initiated the message. Not when, oh, you got a word for me. You got a word for me. No, no, it's when God initiated. You don't have to seek for a word if God want to give you a word. You don't have to seek for a word. Pray and walk. He'll send that word one way or the other through somebody or through a revelation in your spirit. But first it's going to be a revelation to your spirit, and that thing going to be confirmed. Because it has to be a confirmed word. Not a traditional word, but one that activates your spirit and makes you alive and live more holy unto the Lord. That brings you closer to him. Not for things, but because you fell in love with your husband, man, Jesus. If you fell in love with your father, God, and you in the Holy Spirit faith, Holy Spirit, teach me this. Holy Spirit, what does that scripture mean? Holy Spirit, what does that mean in the name of Jesus? Holy Spirit, you fall in love, you get greedy as a child. You get greedy for the things of God and not of your flesh. You be willing to crucify this flesh that he may live. You'll carry your cross. And you'll look a devil in the eye and say, you're a liar. I'll bind you. Get away from me. That's my sister. I ain't going to lust after her. You lying buzzard. I ain't going to deprive my brother. I ain't going to sit there and prop a lie. You know, one church tried to invite me down. He said, oh, you got to raise your own office. I said, how do y'all do that? Well, you know, you minister to the people. You prophesy to them, you know, for money. And then we do a 50-50 split. I said, well, then you have at it by yourself. What? And they really wanted me to come. I said, I'm not going to do that to God, folks. I said, if you don't have my honorarium or whatever, you know what I mean, to take care of me, why should I come and, and, and send people through that? No, I'm not going to do that. That's not in the Bible. And when you find it in the Bible, call me back. Then I'll be there. You invited me to Florida. Having a big wing ding out of there. I probably could have raised up a good 10000 but at what cost? Hell is too hot, too long, and too far away from God for me. I'm going to do it the Bible way. If I'm going to invite somebody down, guess what? I'm going to have the gift ready for them. Amen, somebody. Amen. I'm going to have the gift ready for them. They won't have to have no line or pass out envelopes and, and all this stupid stuff. I'm going to have it ready for them. I'll fly them in, get them in their hotel, 
they minister, and I put some money in their pocket, and I send them on their way. And I wouldn't be cheap. Amen or ouch. Until the church get back to the way that God has set it up, you're not going to see the real power of God in your congregation. And if so, it'll be satanic power because our enemy do have power. Remember, Moses threw down his rod. The enemy threw down their rod. They all turned into snakes. Moses turned water into blood. The magicians turned the water into blood. I'll let you know that the enemy does have power now. Jesus never denied it. Even when he was tempted, he never denied that the enemy had power to do what he said he would do. He just put the word on it and refused it. Like we ought to. Jesus paid a ripping price for us to be free. He's tired of our tradition. Remember the, the analogy of Moses, Joshua, and uh, Elijah and Elisha. They all walked on dry ground, but they did it three different ways. It wasn't a traditional way. Joshua didn't fuss over uh, uh, not holding the stick over some water. The feet of the uh, priests had to touch the water. Elijah and Elijah, they're taking a mantle. They both slapped the water. They both walked on dry ground. All three walked on dry ground. The children of Israel, Joshua and the children of Israel, and Elijah and Elisha walked on dry ground. No tradition. They let God do the new thing in their life. Will you today, ministers, preachers, Allow God to do the new things in your life, in your ministry, in your family. We let them re, uh, 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 put a newness in your marriage and love for your wife and for your children, uh, a new thing in your ministry. Set, set some homosexual preachers down in the church. Set them down. The heck with the government. Obey God. This is a time to disobey the government. Yeah, I said it. Chad me checking the bendigo disobey the government. The government said bow down at this idol when you hear all types of music. The king never can never. He was the government. He said, No, nah, we ain't gonna defy my God like that. No, 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 no. We not even careful in answering you. And because they stood, the king had changed the laws of the land. If anybody say anything amiss about the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, uh, 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 I'm going to dice them up in pieces and 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 uh, and, and um, lay their house down to a dunghill. Because they dared to stand up for holiness. They dared not to have any God before the God of Israel the God of Abraham, Isaac, the God of Jacob, uh, of Israel, the God of Jacob, the God who created heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is. We got to start bowing down to the tradition of men. And all this legalism. 
in the church. We walk by faith and not by sight. We show men our works by our faith, not our faith without works. We have to be in partnership with God. God just ain't going to just rain down a lot of stuff on you without you being in partnership. If you're going to be a millionaire, tell me what business courses you're taking. Are you in partnership with the vision? If you're going to buy a nice house, are you working on your credit? <laughs> Is it at a five thirteen and a four thirty? Is it at least six forty? Your middle score? Is it at least six forty? And uh, what type of job you got? Are you in, at least making forty, fifty a year? If you're single. What? You see, God is not a, a chump. God is not a sucker. He's none of those. You have to be in partnership with the vision of God for your life. You have to be in partnership with the vision of God for your life. And quit following the traditions of men and get in partnership for the vision of God in your life. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will give you the desires of your heart. And that doesn't mean that whatever you come through your little finite mind, you present to God, he's going to give it to you. No, that means that God will take his vision for your life out of his heart and place it in your heart. That's what that means in the Hebrew terms. You don't get to present it to him. He's going to place it in you. What is God placing in you? Or is a man's vision is being placed in you, the tradition of men that is possessed by demons preaching the word? Blaspheming God's holy Spirit. Thus saith the Spirit of the Lord when the Holy Spirit didn't say nothing. And when you blaspheme the Holy Spirit, there is no forgiveness. Jesus said it is written in red. Thus saith the Spirit of the Lord all for a dollar. And God didn't even speak. You lied on the Holy Ghost. The Spirit of truth calling him a spirit of, of a liar. And you can't be forgiven. I'm sorry. The word says so. Sounds rough, but it's, it's written in red. I believe the word. More than, well, I feel that, um, no, I don't believe in, I feel that, um, I believe in the word. I don't compromise with nobody, not even with myself. I step on my own toes just like anybody else's. The word said it, I believe it, in Jesus' holy name. Amen. I'm going to turn it back over to Apostle Erica, and she'll direct it from here. Amen.
Pastor Erica, it's back into your hands, woman of God. Amen. Amen. We thank everybody for tuning in to to ELI Prophetic Tip. Uh, just uh, we apologize. We have our new radio platform. Amen. So uh, you are everyone that's listening tonight. Amen. Uh, the ones that are there are on live radio on tonight. Amen. So uh, if you feel free, if you want to leave a comment, it's fine. If not, it's okay. Amen. Uh, as long as, uh, as, long as uh, the word is embedded in you tonight uh, from this man of God, amen. Um, I, I believe a lot of things have been done. So if anyone wishes to say, i give you 10 seconds if you feel free that you would like to share a comment before we close out. We pray and close out tonight. Anybody have any comments? Good word, Apostle. Good word. Word from the Lord. Amen. Bless you. Amen. Amen. We thank you for that uh, on tonight. Amen. We thank you for everybody calling in on tonight. Uh, Feel free to uh, send us a uh, shooter for text. Amen. Or shoot us a message on the uh, the website and also for uh, Eagles Life Restoration Ministries, where uh, ELI Prophetic Shift is uh, um, as actually uh, prolonging throughout the week. Amen. As well as long also with uh, our Honorable Chief Apostle Rodney Tate with RPHN Radio. So for those um, Apostle, would you like to leave? your uh, information, if they wish to sow a seed on tonight. For those who are listening, God bless you. Amen. If if you've been blessed by this message and um, by the Lord, you can, um, and you would like to sow a seed into the ministry, we are trying to get better equipment um, so that we can broadcast even further. Amen. Um, uh, You can sow your seed. Uh, to Royal, um, to our catch app, and that's Royal Priesthood Holy and the number seven, Royal Priesthood Holy and the number seven on the catch app. Um, you can also sow your seed by our um, uh, PayPal, which is paypal.me forward slash holy of holy that's paypal.me forward slash holy uh spell h-o-l-y of holy o-f that's the strength h-o-l-i-e-s amen and if those of you is old school like me i feel mail letters <laughs> you can see your love gift to p.o box 236 pine lake Georgia, 300-72. Again, the P.O. Box, 2, Pine Lake, Georgia. Pine Lake is two words. Pine Lake, Georgia, 300 Any sizable amount of gift is a blessing. It will be used for the purpose in which it was taken. And may God uh, bless you exceeding abundantly above then what you can ask for thing for your gift in Jesus' name. Amen. Back into your hands, woman of God. Amen. Precious 
Precious Heavenly Father, we come before you on tonight. Father, we thank you, O God, for the revelatory word that went forth on tonight. And then we pray, amen, that you be in the saturate apostle right now from the crown of his head, from the sole of his feet. Father, we thank you for every virtue that even came out of his mouth, every word, rainbow word that came out out of his mouth on tonight uh, to continue to strengthen him um, as he begins to rest easy on tonight. Father, we touch in the power and agreement to send your ministering angels to his doorstep. Send those ministering angels even while he's sleeping tonight. Father, we thank you, O oh God, that everyone that are the blessers, uh, bless everyone that is in this room that called live on the podcast and for those who are listening over the 19 platforms. And we thank you on tonight, Father, as you continue and then to give us the, the tools that we need to continue to spread the gospel throughout the nation. Father, we thank you for your presence. We thank you as we release on tonight. And, Father, we love you forevermore. In Jesus' name, may the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit continue the rest of the body in this kingdom forevermore until we meet again. God bless you. Have a blessed night. Amen. Remember, we love you brand new in the name of Jesus, and there's nothing you can do about it but love us back. Amen. Amen. Amen.